Good evening, afternoon, and morning, podcast listener. It is Christmas Day. I am here in the studio on Christmas, working hard. I hope you're having fun with your family. I'm uh, uploading episode 108. I had on Talton. He is a local performer, artist, rapper, singer, producer. He's a very talented man. He's an 18-year-old senior at Amarillo High School, and uh, we had a great conversation. We talked about uh, his suspension from school, a new EP he's dropping. It's called Wheelchair. Um, I'll play one of his songs for the intro. That EP drops January 3rd. He's also part of a local collective known as Quartz. That's C-O-R-T-S. They're really awesome. Uh, This new EP is fantastic. He let me play it all the way through. He let me listen to everything. You guys are going to love it. Uh, So please enjoy this interview. We had a great time together. He's a very intelligent man. And I look forward to, uh, you know, what he's doing in the future. So, yeah, be on the lookout for Quartz. Be on the lookout for Talton. Uh, Talton Sucks on Instagram. That's S-U-X, one word. Uh, Be on the lookout for that. And the album EP for four or five tracks it's called wheelchair so be on the lookout for that january 3rd also we've got some shows coming up uh january 1st which i guess would be technically december 31st we're doing a new Year's show at t's bar uh, so check that out be some comedy there and the very next day there will be a variety show well, i guess it wouldn't be the next day huh two days after january 2nd there will be a show at leftwoods that's also another variety show comedy will be mixed in and then January 11th, Big Show Alert, Six Car Pub and Brewery. It'll be our first time performing at Six Car, 10 p.m., $5 again, and it's going to be awesome. Going to be a great time. And then January 30th, we'll be back at R&R in their back room. We've got an L.A. comic headlining. So we got uh, some big events coming up. Stay tuned all the way through January. Have a good, I'll talk to you again. I was going to say have a good year, but you hear from me again before the end of the year. I'm doing another Special tomorrow with Skylar Potter, local comedian, local extraordinaire. Anyway, please enjoy this episode. I will leave a link to this man's work, uh, Quartz. You can find him on Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere pretty much. So look them up, enjoy your Christmas, and enjoy this episode. This intro song is called Mad, and it's off his new EP, Wheelchair. I know this, I'm Bruce Lee, I go in My funeral golden, your women be bloated I'm young to these people, but my mind be groaning I'm mixing the potions, your mind the elixir Kiss her, diss her, refer to me as Mr. It's her favorite song Riding all night, the ideas came in large Hopping the in your skirt in my cars My boys are once my shin, believe that it's hard We creep in the night, so be scared of the dark I say goodnight to your girl when it's dark I got suspended for in my car
All right, it's episode 108 of Clemente's Corner. I'm here with Towton. Did I say that right? Yes, sir. Towton. Yes, sir. Towton sucks on Instagram, S-U-X. Uh, anyway, he is a local musician, not labeled as a rapper. He's part of the group called Courts. They are, are you guys all seniors at Amarillo High? Um, well, it's me and my friend Aiden. Oh, it's only two of you? Yes. Okay, because I always see like you as a, a, a large group of guys. No, yeah, so like we we have this group and it's kind of like a small collective. Like we haven't pushed it mm-hmm. really, but it's called What We Want Co. And we have our own Instagram and everything like that. What You Want Co.? What We Want. Like CO? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I need to look that up. We want to like some point like make it like clothing brand, mm-hmm. et cetera. That's what I was thinking. I like your strategy um, that you're doing with Instagram. You know, it's kind of like a, like a weird kind of like our own style type thing going on. Like mm-hmm. a, like a young odd future, you know, I don't I, know if you're, I'm, if you're a fan. I'm a very big fan. <laughs> I'm a very big fan. Okay. Awesome. I was just going to look up, see this, this TV is too distracting. Delete that second word. Co? The what we want. What it's are we? Like th- no, like three W's. Like oh, what, what we want. What we want. <laughs> I said what are we. <laughs> different different sentence. It's that one right there with the... Okay, I saw that. I saw that. All right, we're going to edit this out too. <laughs> awesome. All yes. right. I'm going to follow you. That's cool. So yeah, what's the uh, the strategy? You said you, you hate social media, so you've been... Uh, deleting the... i hate it and i love it i don't want to like mm-hmm. be like oh i hate social media yeah. just to be edgy mm-hmm. but it's like i don't know i feel like i feel like people look at it and they want their lives to be a certain way mm-hmm. whenever they're looking at a lot of people and i think that people should be content with like the situation that they're maybe in mm-hmm. or like i don't want that to sound ignorant but like yeah that like you. they shouldn't be wishing for something else I got you. Just because somebody has more followers than them. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be like envious or want yes. uh, to be in that person's shoes. Yes. And I think it puts people in a bad position where they're constantly looking at their phone screen. Oh, definitely. Rather than like going out and doing what they want to do. Yeah. And focusing more on getting likes. Yes. It releases dopamine. It's a drug. It's just exactly. Like, it's just like gambling in Vegas. It's like the the swiping motion. Yeah. I saw Kanye say that. Yes. Oh, you yes. saw it too? I did see that. <laughs> but it's like... And it's true, like, same thing with Tinder. Same mm-hmm. thing with that. Like, it's real easy to do your finger like that and see something new. Absolutely. And then once you get to that, it makes things disposable and kind of lose their value. I like that. Yeah. So that's why you try to not take it seriously, I guess? Yeah. I was just wondering if it was like a promotional thing to where it's like, I'm about to drop a, about to drop a new project. I'm going to fuck up my whole instagram (laughs) it is kind of promotional but also like i'm trying like so i got suspended from school oh nice yeah so (laughs) i got suspended from school was not fun Mm. you know what i mean it was like i don't want to say stupid because it was like it was my fault but like it put me in like a bad place mentally. I see. For a little bit. How and long were you suspended? Um, like two weeks. Mm. And I couldn't go to like, I'm in like choir uh-huh. and like we had concerts 
and like couldn't do anything all these out of school gigs and like it just it sucked like i had to be at home yeah did you ever like cruise by the high school well one of my one of my <laughs> like friends, i used to go there <laughs> one of my friends adrian the one dude that's in that middle picture right there mm-hmm. with the star glasses on he lives right by the school mm. and uh he's graduated but we were making a music video like around the time mm. that like that was going on yeah so like i would drive by it i'd be like nice what are the what are the rules when you get this can you like step on the grounds at all like if you were to no walk, like you get charged with trespassing even if you like walk through the parking lot yeah damn yeah See, i've never been suspended because i was a good student <laughs> be more like me bro <laughs> hey no i'm i'm trying but like that that's like that happened i deleted everything off my instagram mm. because like i don't like i wanted to change me uh-huh and then like whenever that happened and like seeing a lot of the people that like it affected Mm -hmm. whether it be like my friends yeah or like people that like like authorities in my life yeah like the way that they saw me after Mm -hmm. that happened yeah it was very like eye-opening i see and i realized that like i needed to make changes Mm -hmm. about myself well that's that's a good like uh way to like kind of wake up you know a good wake up call so mm-hmm. to speak but also not to downplay your whole um everything you just said but um high school isn't gonna mean anything to you um, no i definitely after underst- may <laughs> i understand that but like so don't take it too hard that's, the, all, that's all i'm trying to say <laughs> but like the things that happened uh-huh. and like the reasons that i got suspended and we can talk about that when the mic's not mm-hmm. on for sure but the reasons that I got suspended was like, if that were to happen to me, like any other time in the future, like it'd be a harsher punishment. Yes. Oh, okay. I got you. So good thing. Yes. Yeah. And it was, but it was just like, also, and I'm not like putting everything in like into high school. Cause like, I'm not like that. Yeah. Like understand. It was just, like, more of the effect of, like, people kind of being, like, they expected more from me, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, you let some people down. I did. Happens. And it does happen, but I know me as a person, I can prevent that. Absolutely. From happening. Yeah. And I know that I am better. Mm -hmm. And I know that like what I'm capable of mm-hmm. and I know my worth. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a great thing to realize now because some people don't exactly. until they're 30 exactly. or 45 or 60. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Different for everybody. Yes. But, but uh, yeah, it was that happened. And then I had been working on this EP since like this past summer. And what's the uh, name of the EP? Wheelchair. Nice. And it's spelled differently, like, it just represents, like, dependency Mm -hmm. on things. Oh, I like that, yeah, because you, if you don't have legs, you need a wheelchair. Exactly. Or or robot legs. But, like, if Elon Musk makes them. But, like, mentally, (laughs) yeah, but mentally, everybody kind of has their own wheelchair Mm -hmm. that they depend on, whether it be a person, whether it be um, an activity yeah um substance to a lot yeah. of people addiction habit yes coffee 
<laughs> a lot of people a lot of people get the caffeine headaches mm-hmm. um i'm not a big coffee drinker i am a big coffee drinker but i think i'm like right under the addiction status because like i didn't drink coffee today so but you're good yeah like every every couple of weeks i'll just be like i'm not gonna drink coffee and then i'm i'm just just to check myself yeah, to like make sure i'm not it's a, a balance yeah <laughs> balance. make sure i'm not mentally handicapped for lack of a better word that sounded bad not I wasn't trying to say mentally challenged. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we will move forward. Um, so you got the album dropping January 2nd. Is this like a midnight release? Like 12 a.m. Just boom. I think so. Cool. That's exciting. Is this your? Is this a solo project? Yes. Nice. Because like, and my friends that like I make music with, mm-hmm. specifically Aiden, the other guy from Quartz. Yeah. Like. Whenever I finished it, like whenever I first finished it, I showed it to like three people, mm. four people, five, five people. And it was my mom, my sister, dope, Adrian, that dude with the long hair, mm-hmm. the guy jumping. Yes. Yeah. And then <laughs> JP, the guy in the red shirt mm-hmm. and then Aiden. In the black? Yes. Gotcha. So those were like the first people that I really showed it to. Okay, nice. And Positive responses? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like because they knew like my situation and everything mm-hmm. that was like going on. Yeah. And like, I don't know, they felt like it needed to happen with, like with me. Like I showed one of the songs to Adrian and he was like, I, f- I feel it mm-hmm. like no matter what it is, like I can hear it in you, like the emotion, mm-hmm. like the feeling and like I started it the summer and I wanted it to be like, it was my first solo, my first solo thing. Yeah, it's exciting. And I've made, I've made a lot of music mm-hmm. with pretty much all my friends and I wanted it to be like the best that I could possibly make it. Mm-hmm. So that's why it took so long on making an EP. Yeah. Because I just, I didn't want to like put it out until I was 100% sure about gotcha. it. Gotcha. And uh, I always get these mixed up. EP is seven tracks, right? No, an EP, so it, it really kind of varies, but like an EP is not a full length mm-hmm. project. Okay. So, so like anything under 10 basically? Um, well, or does the track list even matter? <laughs> honestly, what is an album mixtape EP LP these days? Like yeah, it's very blurry. It's just, yeah, it's just <laughs> people release music. You can call it what you want. If you want to call it an album, it's an album. Mm. I'm going to call it an EP because I don't think it's necessarily the full amount of mm-hmm. music that I could. I really got you. Like, me and Aiden have released two EPs, and they were both four tracks. Nice. But, and then JP released an EP, and that was four tracks. I'd say four tracks is a pretty, is a pretty average EP length. Okay. Nice. But, it varies. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. So, uh. How long have you been, uh, like, when did you start first making music and, like, what kind of got you into it? Eighth grade. Eighth grade, wow. Eighth grade. That's impressive. And 
No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I know you're probably like, I hate hearing my eighth grade self, but that's still. I didn't sing. I was didn't? I was a drummer. Oh, was, nice. It was a band uh. that we made. And then, like, that's what I was talking about with, like, the hangar shows. Mm-hmm. Like, because my friend Jack Manderson, his dad, whose dad is my dad's best friend, they had this airplane hangar, crazy stage set up. They had just gotten it built and everything. And, like, the summer after, we made the band, like, eighth grade year. Mm-hmm. And we recorded... We like played at the talent show or whatever at our middle school. As as eighth graders do. Yes. <laughs> and we played the we played the talent show there. And then that summer we recorded some songs mm-hmm. and put them on the internet. Are they still available? Yes, but I will not <laughs> No. But <laughs> No. <laughs> They're not available. Okay. Wink wink. I'm gonna find them. But don't worry. They like one of them got like five thousand plays. Oh hell yeah, that's awesome. Something like that, and we were like going into our freshman year, and it was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, mm. whoa, and then we started doing it more, and then that fall of our freshman year, we did a hanger show, and it was pretty, it was pretty big. Like, mm-hmm. like a lot of people came out. So the hanger shows have been around for a while. Yes. Nice. That's cool. And then TJ hires band. Mm-hmm. He's in Tinder Silk. Oh, nice. He had, he had a band before that. They did some hanging shows. We did some hanging shows together. It became like really cool spot. Very but, dope. Yeah. So Tinder Silk's performed there? I, I, they practice there. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, they have done a show there. I like those guys. Yeah. They're cool. I really only know TJ. He's the guitarist. Yeah, he's. I think he's the one like, I know the least, but I bet he's cool. <laughs> no, yeah, he's a very cool dude. We've made some music. I had on the uh, the lead singer recently, Travis. Mm-hmm. I saw that. I guess that was yeah, not too long ago. I don't know, a while back. Anyway, that's really cool. So you started in eighth grade. Uh, when did you transition? Was it like a what type of what genre would you consider your eighth grade self? Kind of similar to what you're doing now, or was it like more like band like? Mm-hmm bad teen <laughs> rock yeah like i don't know it's like like kind of poppy mm-hmm. very like we tried really hard for like catchy courses mm-hmm. that's cool i mean it, it's cool that you're even like creating at that age you yeah know? no it was, it was and we had a lot of fun yeah and like we we made we made our stuff then mm-hmm. on an eight track recorder because it was my dad's and he was the first one that showed us how to use it and he recorded our first song that's awesome and like so we used that and then like we transferred over to the computer and everything but now i do everything completely different no eight track <laughs> makes sense yeah. what, <laughs> yeah. what yeah. was the name of uh your band in eighth grade i won't google it i promise I feel like that's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie. I won't Google it during the podcast. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I will say it off the record. Off the record. Yes. Yeah, that's true because other people can Google it. We don't need these. I can always add in a boop. No, okay. Talk later. That's cool though. That's really cool. So um, 
are you still is it the same group that was that was in eighth grade that are still with you doing the music process now aiden was in it nice that's cool yeah and stuck we, together yeah we carried like we've had a couple projects but like courts because we have this song that we made our sophomore year mm-hmm. like latter half of our sophomore year called 16 and that has like 50,000 plays on SoundCloud Hell yeah. And like that started to get a ton of plays after we release it. So then like we just kept it rocking with that. And we we're like, we make good music together, I guess. Yeah, that's awesome. You don't have to say I guess. You're good, man. <laughs> but you can brag on here. I You can brag in my garage. <laughs> I <laughs> cool. But no, yeah. And Aiden's also like one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. So like it's really fun. That's cool. At the same time. Oh yeah. It's not like a working relationship. Mm-hmm. It's like, Hey, let's just get together, crack some jokes mm-hmm. and record a song. I really like the, uh, the music you guys have on your projects. Is it, uh, like, do you guys do anything as far as like producing? Um, so, uh, advanced placement, which was like our first full length that we did as courts. Nerds. That, <laughs> just no that was that, that was like kind of the like i don't know i had dropped out of like almost all of my ap classes <laughs> that year and like aiden like also dropped out of some of them mm-hmm. and like our grades weren't as good in the ap classes that we kept yeah. or as good as they could have been so we were like why not make it that's funny that kind of ironic but we did that did all I did all the production on that one and then four five six, so like, but like, Aiden, some of those songs like especially on four five six, mm-hmm. because advanced placement was like, sometimes it'd be like I'd make beats, and then JP was on some of those songs, mm-hmm. and so like, on advanced placement a lot of the songs were like I'd make beats, and then. Aiden and JP would write to him and like then we'd construct the song that way. That's dope. But then four, five, six was completely different. Like Aiden had written a bunch of songs Mm -hmm. and like he kind of gave me like the chords and like the BPM and like how everything would go and then or he'd like play the song for me. Yeah. And then tell me the chords and everything. Mm -hmm. And then I'd make the instrumental with him in the room. And then he'd kind of like, like, I'd be like, okay, if I was going to do something like kind of more outside of the range of what he was thinking, I'd be like, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. And then he'd be like, okay, cool. Or like if I was doing something and then it, he'd be like, add this to it with it. So it would just be like us going back and forth with already these songs being structured. That's cool. Is it easy like creatively to like get that? like work together and be like, add this, take this out. Do you ever, uh, I mean, him and I, have been, him and I have been like doing it since eighth grade. Yeah. So at the same time, like you got time in. Yeah. So, and I understand because like we have very similar styles mm-hmm. and like very similar taste in music and, uh, enjoy a lot of the same art as a whole. Mm-hmm. And so like we kind of understand each other and, he could give me chords and a BPM and I could run with that 
and make a whole thing without him he- even hearing it until it's finished. And, That's awesome. And then he could do his thing to it. Whatever. And does um, everyone go into the writing process? I know you mentioned JP, and I'm J- not sure yes, who um, that is. <laughs> so he... Because he's he, not a member of the of the group. He is not, but he is very close friend. He's mm-hmm. like brother to me, brother to all of us. We're all really brothers. Like, yeah. I know all of their families. Um, I've been on trips with Aiden's family. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Adrian, I'm close with his mom. I helped. I helped his mom fix the TV one time. Nice. It's like. Blood Brothers, basically. Yes. Fix your mom's and, TV, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and while well, he he was at work, and I was like, I got you, bro. Like, <laughs> I'll do it. And, but, really, it's it's my phone. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. Hold on. Some of us aren't professional. I'm just kidding. <laughs> my, good dad, man. my dad's calling me. Hold up. You can answer. Put him on the podcast. I'm just kidding. You don't have to. <laughs> Should I do it? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Want to embarrass you? You know, like. Hey, hey, Dad. Hey. <laughs> hey, I'm doing this podcast right now. Can I call you oh, back okay. in a little bit? Yeah, of course. Okay. Of course. All right, bye. Love you. Love you. Bye. bye. Mm. Nice. Cool. But All right. JP. So he makes music and i've produced for him mm-hmm. uh his name is jay scott he only has stuff on soundcloud right now but we are working on a project for him that's right what's now. up and but everybody any song that like any of us are on and like whatever our vocal parts are mm-hmm. like we wrote it so unless it's like hey i wrote this like mm-hmm. there's been a couple times where it's been like, I wrote this, I think you'd sound cool with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got you. So you all write it together. Yeah. That's interesting. Nice. Either that or like, I'll send the beat to them mm-hmm. and then they'll write to it away mm-hmm. and then we record at my house. Have you uh, used any samples or you just uh, make everything yourselves? Um, I started using some samples recently. Nice. Uh, I'm, it's fun. But like, I don't know. I'm not like against samples. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got you. Um, but, and I've definitely like played with samples and like made beats with samples mm-hmm. and like ha- I've, I've kind of used it as like a toy mm-hmm. rather than like a tool in our music so far, mm-hmm. but like samples will definitely become a part of it. I just want to like make sure that like I'm good at it, like yeah. really good at it before for sure we start doing we we mentioned Kanye earlier that's probably one of my favorite things about him is like when he drops an album I can just go through and like look up every song and see where that original mm-hmm. song was but it sounds completely different yeah like and he's it's not beautiful. like he's not my dad and I talk about this all the time like my dad like made my love for hip hop and mostly like music in general that's awesome but like he's taught he's taught me pretty much all of my music knowledge is your dad pretty young uh he is <laughs> 45. Yeah, I'd consider that young. Yeah, but he grew he grew up during that time mm-hmm. with like hip hop and mm-hmm. everything. But I'm real big Beastie Boys Rick Rubin fan. Oh yeah. That's awesome. That's what he liked. And he played that a lot whenever I was a kid. Beastie Boys were dope. Yes. It's good times. I wasn't there, but they were good times. 
but Kanye, the way that he does it and like can take, cause there's a lot of people that use samples and just keep the sample. Yeah. And it's just, that's all that it is. Mm-hmm. It's like they keep the sample the same and then they kind of make kind of the base up around it <laughs> yeah. rather than taking the sample and then it being like this huge mm-hmm. other thing. Yeah. Like you can either use samples like elevate the music or you can just like keep music at the same level. Come in. Welcome. It's my roommate Gabe. Welcome. Uh, I updated the room. I added a TV. How you like it? Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, we are recording, but it's fine. Oh, just for all those listeners, whatever you heard on the news about me is not true. Mm. Yeah, he's no longer a pedophile. I would never touch Baby Yoda. Never That's touch Baby Yoda. Sorry, I'm, rep- I'm repeating your words just in case they can't hear you. Oh, okay, good, good, good. Let's hope they can't hear me. I'm probably incriminating myself. Kimmy and I are about to go to my mom's. We're okay. We're going to be back until tomorrow night, so Merry Christmas, bro. Merry Christmas, man. Thank you. That means a lot. Hey, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. It is Christmas Eve. I forgot to mention that at the yes. top of the podcast episode. Yeah, yes. but Plot twist. It's Christmas Merry Eve. Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas. Anyway, I totally forgot what we were talking about. Samples. Samples, Kanye West. Um, Kanye is probably one of my biggest inspirations. That's awesome. It's beautiful. So, yeah, I was going to ask that, too. That's a perfect lead-in. What are your um, your favorite artists, that, artists that inspired you or your top five um, right now? And I guess it doesn't have to stay in hip-hop because you're not technically hip-hop. No. So what are some... Um, some things like you said beastie boys kanye beastie boys yes but like i wouldn't say that they're like an inspiration Mm -hmm. but i do love the beastie boys yeah a lot tyler the creator he is definitely like one of my biggest influences super dope sometimes i wish he would just like go back into his angry teenage teenager just for another album yeah His, his angry teenager ways i mean i don't i don't think I don't think it's time to like rule that out completely. Yeah. I feel like he could go left field and completely surprise a lot of people. That'd be interesting. But <laughs> Tyler the Creator is definitely um up there. Honestly, I love music a lot. I love Blood Orange. Blood Orange is very good. Um I've heard one song by them. I don't remember what it is though. Hold on. I'm gonna look through this. JPEG Mafia. Never heard of that one. JPEG Mafia's like the way that he just like produces. Mm-hmm. Choker. Is that the name of a group? No, that's just a single dude. Oh. Choker. Sounds violent. I like it. He is not violent <laughs> at all. I really like the band The Internet. Oh, I love The Internet. Yes. They, oh, yeah. They um, seen them live at Camp Flognaw. We oh, that's Camp. awesome. Yeah. They, uh, Was that, is that in Austin? No, that's in or L.A. L.A. That's Duh. T- Stupid question. That's Tyler, the Creator's Music Festival. Had the privilege to go. Were you at the last one where they booed Drake? Yes. Oh, were you in the crowd? Yes. Did you boo Drake? Be honest. I stood there. I'm gonna be. I'm going to be one. I stood there and I felt bad. <laughs> I felt because, like, 
as an artist, nobody wants that to happen. No, definitely not. That's like the worst yeah. case scenario. Especially if you're Drake, like the biggest household name in the world right now. That And that just goes to show it could happen to anybody. <laughs> yeah, that really, really does. Um, trying to think. I'm just looking through like my library. Mm-hmm. I, I love Solange. Solange is amazing. Solange is... I'm going to marry her. You should. <laughs> I dare you. I'm going to do it. Does uh, Camp Flogna, like, it has extra stuff, like, right? Like, does it have, like... Is it, like, a carnival? Or am I thinking of something else? It is a carnival. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Because, like, it's not, like, a... Like, they don't have as many artists as, like, an ACL mm-hmm. would have. But they have, like, a lot of other attractions. That's and there's only, like, three stages at it where, like... There's a ton of stages at ACL. Nice. Does Tyler headline or does he perform at all? He does. Um, he headlines, but like this past year, um, he wasn't like the last one to perform. Because mm-hmm. he, he performed on day one mm-hmm. and like he performed. And then after he performed, Solange performed on the same stage. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so, a great combination. Yeah. So. He's not like, he wasn't like the headliner. Yeah. But he was later on in the night. That's cool. Does he still do any of his old stuff? I saw him in concert. He did Yonkers. uh, He did did do Yonkers. I saw him in uh, Red Rocks. And I guess that's right outside of Denver. Mm -hmm. But that was like right. I don't remember if Wolf was out yet. And I think like maybe Wolf just dropped. Or maybe it was right before that. But uh, yeah, it was before he was the Tyler he is now. So it was like totally I've, different. I've seen Tyler like <laughs> five times. Nice. That's awesome. I uh, He was there with uh, Taco and Earl. So yeah, Earl was like recently like back from his summer camp. Uh-huh. Or not summer camp, whatever, school. Highland, he was, I don't know where the hell he went. Samoa. <laughs> Samoa. Free Earl. That was... Yeah, but he like he mostly did like his like fuck around songs like mm-hmm. Tina, Prime Your Fucking Weave, all those those types of tracks. He did she. Nice. At uh Camp Vlognaw. He did he actually did like quite a few of his older tracks. That's awesome. But I can't remember all the ones that he did. Mm-hmm. Cuz like like he did he did he did mainly like the most popular ones. Yeah. Off of like Goblin. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And then he did a couple off of Wolf, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. But what's your uh, favorite project from Tyler? Cherry Bomb. Nice. Yes. That one's it's kind of in its own space. Yes. Cherry I, Bomb. I just I think that era of Tyler was very cool because it was he was like famous, mm-hmm. but he wasn't Grammy nominated yet. Like what he would be for his next album. Yeah. You know, so he was he was like in this space where he was still kind of underground, but then he was also performing on like Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. He was like uh it was like rebellious. Which I'm sure is like what the Beastie Boys were when they first popped, mm-hmm. when they first hit the scene. Rick was, Rubin is also one of my biggest inspirations. I don't know enough about Rick Rubin. I know he's like produced a shit ton of music for a lot of people. Yeah. So but that's all I know. Uh, I know he has a beard. <laughs> very, very large beard. He um, 
think it was on Showtime. My mom has a Showtime subscription. And uh, so I watched his little documentary show, docuseries. Nice. Whatever you call it, Mm -hmm. about Shangri-La Studios, which, like, before that was owned by the band. And, or it wasn't owned by the band, but like the band like recorded a lot of music there, mm-hmm. and yeah. And then Rick Rubin bought it, and then one of like the studio spaces at the house is like one of Bob Dylan's old tour buses. Wow! And there's like all this crazy stuff in history with it. That's and wild. There's like no art on the walls mm-hmm. because like they want you to make the picture for yourself. Damn, that's deep. Like, like in one room, there's like, just like a pool table and mm. like a piano and like one mic stand for the piano. So it's like everything in the house, like you could record wherever and it's pretty cool. There's a lot nice. of artists that went through, but cause some artists that go out to his studio, like don't even meet him. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. But he like produced it mm-hmm. because... So he like already has it ready for him and he's just like, I got shit to do. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Like, like in the, in the series, like there was like people repainting the floors and like cleaning everything, dusting everything just before a new artist came in. Mm -hmm. It's like they completely like clean everything up before a new artist comes in because they want that experience Mm -hmm. to be Does he like, is he like, uh, talking throughout the series? The documentary? He he does talk sometimes, Mm -hmm. but it's, um. Yeah, he like, he talks with like a lot of, he talks with like artists, but then he'll talk with like psychologists and people mm. and like, they talk about like the effect that music has on your brain. Wow. And st- like just crazy stuff. So does he like kind of keep to himself like, like a mad genius? He's very, like, like Van Gogh type? No, yeah, they, they would just have shots of him like meditating like, mm-hmm. and he talks about how like he doesn't wear shoes because there's an energy from the earth and I'm like. I believe that. I'm still gonna wear shoes though, but <laughs> yeah. we got we got stickers in Amarillo. Yeah, too many things will bite you. Yes, <laughs> but it, it it was crazy just seeing how like I don't know because he talked a lot about the music and how it had like an effect on the artist, and he mm-hmm. wanted the artist to walk out feeling fresher than how they did coming in. Interesting, and I think that is fire yeah because music is supposed to make you feel certain ways yeah definitely i especially think if you're making it you should really feel those things absolutely that's uh like i like i'm gonna point out the weekend but it's this is true with a lot of artists when that when they're in that certain headspace like when he made the the project uh i just forgot it <laughs> it's the three mixtapes he put together into an oh, album like the trilogy the like, trilogy yeah like house of blooms and like Thursday. he's never i don't think he's ever going to repeat that like sound because he he's probably not ever going to be in that place again yeah but like i selfishly want him to because i think it's the best thing he's ever made and it's i would agree it's beautiful and dark and creepy i mean he was like homeless yeah like, he was literally <laughs> like living in his car <laughs> like yeah that's crazy so it was, it was like a very i think anybody would make dark music Mm -hmm. if they were going through that and had the ability to make music yeah and it's and i mean it's like it's like what you said about tyler the creator Mm -hmm. you don't think that he could ever make that again yeah because he's not an angsty teen anymore that's like mm -hmm. 
fuck my dad. Like, Living on couches. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, it's a very weird thing how, because everybody's like, bring back the old Kanye, bring mm-hmm. back the old this, this part. It's like, no. Like, yeah. why, you, why do you want them to stop their growth? Mm hmm. As a human and finding their own way just because you want some better music. That's a valid like point. They, like they gave you the they gave you the shit that they gave you yeah. during that time. It's like just sit back and let them mm-hmm. do them. It goes back to the social media thing. It's a great point. You ain't gotta be in these people's lives all the time. Mm-hmm. Like focus on you. It's like when people get mad at remakes. You know, it's like, oh, they they remade The Lion King and it sucked. Well, you're not eight years old anymore, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like bro. Let like, the eight-year-olds enjoy their movie. Exactly. <laughs> like, don't be mad because, like, we didn't have CGI whenever that came out. Like, like it's, you're not in the demographic anymore. Relax. <laughs> like, you see that they they remade Mulan? Mm-hmm. There's not going to be any music in it, though. Yeah, that's weird. That's interesting though, because I know they've done that before with movies, and you don't even realize like how big of a difference music makes in a movie. Oh yeah, until you watch one without it. Yeah, you're like oh this is different. <laughs> it is, and it's that's the whole tone. Have you seen? It tells you how to feel. Have you seen Saving Mr. Banks? No. It's like, I think it's on Netflix. No, it's probably on Disney Plus now. But like, um, is that the one about Walt Disney? Uh, it's not about Walt, Walt Disney's in it. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks plays Walt Disney, but it's mainly about like making Mary Poppins oh, and like okay. how the lady that wrote Mary Poppins, I can't remember her name, but how it like reflected her own life. I just assumed it was Walt Disney. <laughs> no, yeah, it, it, it is Walt Disney to a very big extent and mm-hmm. how like he would, how his creative process was mm-hmm. and how he wanted to bring joy and all of his art because like in one of the like one of the big parts about it is that like the author of Mary Poppins because like Walt Disney fighted for like decades to get the film rights mm-hmm. for Mary Poppins and like they finally got it she like went to the studios and like they had the script and everything already and these guys had written these songs for the movie and she was like, I don't want music in it. Mm. And it was like a huge thing. And, but it was, took a lot of conversation. But there was music in Mary Poppins. Mm. But she didn't want it to be, because like, apparently like, that lady, her dad was like a drunk. And, but it was still like her dad. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? She yeah. Like, she loved him. And, but like he would be in and out of jobs, like would lose his job, kind of put his family at risk. And she saw Mr. Banks and Mary Poppins as kind of like her dad Mm. in a way. Okay. And he didn't like music or no, no, no. What was her thought process behind not wanting music? She just didn't want it to be a musical. She didn't see it as a musical. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. But music does change. I think music changes everything. It's been a lot of days okay. where I've had bad days. So I might have misinterpreted that. But when you say no music in Milan, you mean they're not going to sing 
Yes. But there's still going to be like a score. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you've got you to have a score with a movie or else your movie's trash. Like, like, That's what I was wondering. I was like, no music at all. That sounds boring as shit. No, but like, like none of the original songs. Because yeah. like in the new Lion King, like they had the songs yeah. with it. But Mulan, I guess, because it kind of is more... Serious, like a war movie. Yeah, it's definitely doesn't feel Disney at all. Yeah, I feel like, the, <laughs> like if you were to tell that story without like being like, and it's a musical, like, yeah. like and there's like, a, a fun talking dragon played by Eddie Murphy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> also, like, are they gonna put the dragon in there? I don't think so. They didn't. He wasn't in the trailer. So <laughs> it's like you took all the fun parts out and just made it extremely serious. Yeah. Which I guess it's good. It's good for like the you know the feminist movement. You know, like yeah. Female warrior, kicking ass. You already know. I'm not gonna watch it, but that's cool. <laughs> I mean, I might if it comes onto like Netflix, something like that. Yeah. Disney Plus, if I can watch it at my house. Maybe, maybe so. How you feel about Disney Plus? How do I feel about you, it? You big on it? I think it's fire. That's cool. I think it's fire. My roommate has it. I haven't checked it out yet. It's. I've watched like all the Star Wars movies like three times since oh, I've yeah. gotten it. Cause I'm I'm a huge Star Wars guy. I'm not big on Star Wars. I do kind of want to start paying attention. But I just, it's hard for me to make time for things, you know? The newer movies aren't, like, crazy good. A lot of people are bitching about them. But it's, it goes back to the same thing. It's like, it's not like the original. Nothing well, is. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 what do you expect? Like, like. Exactly. Also, George Lucas has, like, no part in it at all. In really? Movie. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And, like, their original plan was to have, like, three different directors mm-hmm. for it. But it went, like, J.J. J. J. Abrams did, like, the seventh one like the first of like the newest mm-hmm. and then this dude named ryan johnson did the second one everybody hated it so then they brought jj abrams back oh wow for the third one and yeah did you see the third one yet yes how do you feel about it i guess it's technically the ninth one right i think that they did the best for what they could have done after the one before this so you didn't like it <laughs> no 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 like i i enjoyed it i enjoyed it i just feel like they did a lot of like, because like J.J. Abrams kind of started the story, and I feel like they didn't put all three of the directors in a room together mm-hmm. before like coming up with it and being like, okay, how's this trilogy gonna start and how's it gonna end? Yeah. And I feel like if they would have done that and there would have been like some clarity mm-hmm. in the room, it would have been way better. But I feel like they were just doing it as they went. I see. So and you can tell you go from seven, eight, nine. Like you can tell like eight was kind of different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because like in nine, they kind of were like, Ah, screw everything that happened in that movie. They're like, mm. but <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people hating on it. I didn't think it was like a bad mm-hmm. movie. I didn't think it was like, oh my gosh, that was great. But it wasn't. I enjoyed myself watching it. Well, that's good. Did you cry? No. I've seen a lot of people crying on Facebook. Really? Yeah, they're like, I cried six times. It's like, I don't cry that much during sad movies. Like, what's, <laughs> what's going on in Star Wars? <laughs> they went falling stars. <laughs> Everybody got cancer. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I heard they're supposed to make another uh, another series. Stars? <laughs> no, no, I hope not. <laughs> they're both angels. I don't know. Um, no, they're supposed to make a 10, 11, and 12 is what... Gabe was telling me the guy that walked in here. I hope they don't. <laughs> but yeah, I, I hope that I hope it's something completely different. I've I've heard that they're making like an old Republic mm. set of movies, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I've also heard that like they're not doing trilogies anymore, and if it's like one movie does good, then they'll carry it on from there. Interesting. But like, I've heard that they're like done with the trilogy kind of mm, idea. Like really, I don't see them stopping because it's like they're making way too much money. No, yeah, to ever give up. <laughs> but I, I think, I think if they were to go like back to like the Skywalker route with like the story of Anakin, Luke, Leia, all of them, mm-hmm. Darth Vader. Like, if they were to go on with that story, I just think it'd be too much. It's like... Mm-hmm. So none of those characters are involved in 7, 8, 9? No, they are. Oh, okay. But it's just like, I feel like it'd be too much. Because, like, one of the one of the big things about, like, the most recent one spoiler alert just in case (laughs) but it kind of undoes a lot of the sixth movie which was like the original ending yeah like whenever like everything kind of ends and everybody's happy Mm -hmm. like everybody was like it kind of undoes that because like you know like going back and watching that movie it's like well now we know what happens after this so yeah it's kind of crazy like George Lucas isn't involved. You think they'd at least be like, hey, can we do this? Like, just at least text him. No, know? yeah. At least, like, be like, hey, does, send him an email or two. Does Luke have this power? <laughs> did, you ima- did you imagine this whenever you first made it? Maybe he'd be like, eh. Interesting. But honestly, everybody hates on the prequels, too. Do they? Yeah. Mm. Like the one, two, and three, which came out like early 2000s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like them. Honestly, I liked one and three. I thought the second one because it was a love story. Yeah, I really kind of it bored the shit out of me because I was like ten years old. I was like, why? Are, I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, like I definitely, I definitely understand that, but I don't think that it's as bad as what people make it out to be. Mm-hmm. I think, especially because like George Lucas had a vision mm-hmm. and it is like a story, and yeah. it kind of is supposed to be a love story in a sense. Like you had to have that love aspect Mm -hmm. in there because then that shows how Luke and Leia come to be. Yeah, it's true. You know, because that's the whole point of it is like how Anakin becomes Darth Vader Mm -hmm. and how Luke and Leia become or how they come into the world Mm -hmm. and kind of how all the other characters that are in the original trilogy, how they fall into place into that. I rewatched some episode four recently just because uh, my roommate's big on it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't watching it on purpose, but it still like surprises me like how good the special effects were like back then. Which even then they redid some of it. Oh, did they? Yeah, that makes sense. They I was re- gonna say this actually looks pretty decent for no. 1970. Yeah, because <laughs> they and a lot of people kind of give it flack for like George Lucas kind of wanting to go back and redo like putting in some of the cgi animals which even then it is kind of like that didn't need to be there Mm -hmm. because the effects at the time i think i mean star wars whenever it originally came out it won it won oscars for its special effects the way that it was first released Mm -hmm. so i don't like i think there's like one like it's super hard to get the original version of whenever Mm -hmm. it was first released that makes sense. Yeah, I just watched. I watched a video about it, like a couple weeks ago, about like how they redid a lot of the effects and how hard it is to get that original 
copy that. Damn. It's so, crazy. That was like before. I guess you couldn't like in the 70s. Did they have cassette tapes that you could like put in a... They didn't have VCRs, right? So what would you do? Like you just had to go to the movie theater? Did they have VCRs? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is... We're both too young to answer this question. Google, Call in and Google give us an answer. <laughs> I feel like VCRs weren't even around until like the 80s, right? I'm moving my mic. There's noise. It's all good. How do I... How do VCR I do VCR history. July 1977. Okay, so prior to 1977, you just had to like hope it was at the movie, I guess. Really? That's pretty crazy that you couldn't own a movie. I never thought about like not being able to own a movie, you know? When did First release November 1975. So you just had to be like, oh, they're showing this movie again from six years ago. Which they did, like, Disney. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know about, like, The Vault? Yeah, I've and heard every, about it. And everything. It's kind of it's kind of dead now because they have Disney Plus and everything's on yeah. there. But I remember those commercials where it's like, Disney's opening up its vault. Now you can watch... Yeah, my dog or the fox and that, whatever the fuck they make. <laughs> yeah, that I had no idea about that until like last year. Mm. Like that you could only get, and it kind of made sense. Like you never really saw like a lot of the big Disney movies like mm-hmm. at Walmart. Yeah, like on DVD or whatever. Which is what's the purpose of the vault? I think just to it, like it, it keep it kind of kept the make it value makes it sound more exclusive. Yeah, <laughs> and it, I don't know. It kind of kept the value of like. Because what it was and how it started was whenever they would reshow movies at the movie theater before they had VCR and before they had all that. And they would do it like once every 10 years or something like that. So they would release some of the movies. Once nice. Interesting. It's a very cool concept. It is a cool concept. But now it's dead because Disney Plus. Yeah. Do you think Disney's going to take over the world? Disney or Apple? Yeah, one of the two. But they go hand in hand, kind of, a little bit, because like Steve Jobs mm-hmm. helped start Pixar. Did he? Yes. Wow. I think Disney, yeah, Disney and Apple, they're going to get to the point to where they're just like controlling everything. They're they're literally becoming by and large. Yeah, they're going to buy from, Greenland. From from <laughs> Pixar, by and large is like, have you seen Wally? Yeah. Like by and large, the company that like made the earth super polluted. Hmm. They're becoming by and large. Yeah. Then we can fly in space. <laughs> and get really fat. <laughs> Lose all our bone mass. Yes. Very exciting. Be taken care of by robots. But we just went off on a very big tangent. Yeah, we did. On that happens on this podcast. Disney, so. Star Wars. Yeah, we're not even high right now. That's cool. No, we are not. <laughs> I got to reiterate that. Because everyone's like, these two stone guys are talking about Disney for 50 minutes. Talking about Disney, <laughs> Disney and Apple are going to take over the world and how birds are. aren't real. <laughs> Disney's going to start its own form of government. And are, gonna, are birds real? I don't know. They could be could be FBI spies. Is that what they, the CIA? I don't know. I think they work for the bourgeoisie. Bourgeoisie. That's a fun word. Yes. I like that word. I felt like I was going to mess it up halfway through. I mm-hmm. was like, don't do it. I think that's the word bougie came from, but I'm not. 100%. And I don't want to Google it, so we're just going to we're gonna say it did. So we're just going to leave VCR's history. Bad and bougie. Up on the screen. Bad and bougie. Anyway, back to music, because we, we, we went off pretty far. Um, it has been 51 minutes and 39 seconds. Yes. So on your solo project, yes. um, did you still have help from friends, like, or were you like, um, was, it, was there more pressure on you? I'm going to switch questions. 
more pressure. Answer on four you. questions at once. Okay. Did you put more pressure on yourself because you were doing a solo thing? Like, is it is it more difficult that you don't have the outlet of, you know, this guy's helping me produce. Um, we're writing this verse together. I think. Or was it kind of a collaborative in a way? No, it's all me. Okay. Um, the only thing I had help with was Machine Six mastered it for me. Nice. Um, so, and I've never really actually met him. He's like the one dude from Bad Grammar that I haven't met. Oh, he's from Bad Grammar. Okay. Yes. I've I saw people shouting him out on Instagram, and he I is, followed him. I've never met him either. He he's very tight. I think he lives in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Right now he's doing doing his thing, but like Bad Grammar is like they're working on stuff. But it, I really didn't have any pressure on me because like what I said, I was. I took time with mm-hmm. it. I started it this past summer and like there'd be times whenever I made a song mm-hmm. and then I wouldn't add a song to it for a while. Yeah. Whether it be weeks, like the last song on the EP was the first song that I made for it. Nice. And I released it on our SoundCloud, um, kind of quietly, over the summer, and some people liked it. Uh, I mean, like, I got good feedback on the people that I got feedback from. Yeah. But um, I think I posted it on like my Instagram story like once. Mm-hmm. But, um, I just kind of wanted to see if I would get any feedback and like what it would be because yeah. I felt like it was a very good representation of like my style of music that I wanted to make for myself. Um, so there wasn't really any pressure because I knew, cause I'd like make dates in my head. Whenever I first started, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to release it then. Yeah. And then that would come around. I'd be like, push it back. I'd be like, fuck. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like it's not done. Were you telling and, people ahead of time? Um, they were like, oh, November 20th. <laughs> I did once. I did once. I said October 23rd. And look at where we are at now. Mm-hmm. But, like, and that would put pressure on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, at the same time, I feel like that does put in the back of your head, like, we got to do this. Yeah. Let's put our head down. But, at the same time, it does make a pressure Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be the only pressure that I had. And I took that out by not giving a date until I was done. Mm-hmm. Nice. And so, and it was just me. Yeah. The only, And also I'm very, inse- very insecure about the stuff that I make. And like I get in my head mm-hmm. about a lot of stuff, which I feel like a lot of people do. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's pretty brave of you to like, Show it to your family, you know, which like, <laughs> like, like I said, my dad gave me a lot of my music knowledge. Mm-hmm. They get like my mom and my dad, like since freshman year, really, I've asked for like a normal Christmas gift. Mm-hmm. Really? It's like been music equipment. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of been building up like this thing and my parents really helped me with it that's cool i mean i'm a a kid still Mm -hmm. like i didn't know how else to do it Mm -hmm. but they could have easily been like well 
no, that's gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like I'm getting you a bicycle. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> you're getting a PS4. <laughs> now go play video games. Uh, uh, that's funny. But they they're really supportive. Like, and my dad kind of like my dad at the end of like a lot of weeks and like after some weekends because like he knows that that's whenever like we will record most mm-hmm. of the time since like we do go to school. Yeah. stuff like that during the weekdays and like the weekend is like whenever we have the most time but like he'll be like any new tracks I'll be like nice. I'll be like send 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 and then he'll be like I really liked it and he'd tell me about like everything that he likes about the track so it's it's tight like it's I, really cool I love it like, oh yeah um, so I felt like I really had to show it to them and my mm-hmm. sister's just my sister's always been there for me that's what's up and then my friends of course because mm-hmm I mean, they're the ones that I mostly do this with mm-hmm. and I feel like they would know. Yeah. Kind of, they like know me and they also like know what it's like to create music mm-hmm. and, but they were all super supportive. Yeah. Honestly, Aiden, I love you, <laughs> but I thought you were going to be mad, <laughs> but he wasn't <laughs> nice. So mad that you did a solo project. Well, I just I thought I thought you'd be like, oh, well, you're not gonna make music with me anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I didn't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. Not saying that like he was gonna do that, mm-hmm. but it was just like, like I hope he knows that I wanted I wanted to do it for me because going back to the dependency thing, it's like yeah, bro. Like I want to know myself. Like I know that I can make music. Yeah, and I think I can do good at it, but I want to see. Mm-hmm. what I can do with everything. Yeah, that's awesome. So, and I, um, then being suspended, I had a lot of time with myself. So, mm-hmm. did you get a lot done during that suspension? That was like, yes. <laughs> like, it was, it was a, ble- like, really, at the time, I was really upset mm-hmm. about it. Just like anybody would be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you got caught like you were doing something wrong mm-hmm. but also like a lot of kids do bad yeah. stuff that could get them suspended but um i just like i did it and i was home alone a lot cuz i couldn't be at school events mm-hmm. um couldn't do anything with like my choir couldn't do shit mm-hmm. and so at my house it was like a real big time of reflection Mm -hmm. and i was just like what can i do because i was hurt um i felt i felt lesser of a person because i let people down Mm -hmm. um and it was just like i need to cope and it was like there was one night and the first track on the EP, I recorded it 12.30. Um, and it was, like, late. And, like, I was just kind of, I was, like, sad. And I was, like, like fuck it. I wanna, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. And, like, I went in. And I, like, recorded the chorus because that's what I originally had. I was, like, had my, I was in my closet because that's where I record. Mm-hmm. I had my headphones on had my computer, I was like, bobbing my head to it, and I was like, yeah, let's just 
fuck it, let's do something else to it. And if it's trash, it's trash. And then, like, recorded it, honestly thought that it was awful. Mm-hmm. And then I sent it to JP and Aiden, and they were like, that's fire. Hell yeah. I was like, I was like okay. Like, <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, like, maybe. I was like, mm-hmm. maybe we can get something rolling here. And then I did one more song. And then I was like, these are both good. Nice. So I did two of the songs. Mm-hmm. During that suspension. Yeah. And I finished, I like added some finishing touches to like the other ones mm-hmm. during that time because I was like, okay, it's time to like, we're there. That's awesome. And, but I, I have a very independent mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found myself to be dependent on a lot of things and that's what we all do yeah and i found i found a new way to cope yeah with everything and it's like i should have been on this earlier mm. and now we're here yeah so it was like that happening it was like a blessing and a curse yeah most people use drugs to find that but you you know, use suspension. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it was like, but that, it gave me what I'm like, really that's been like one of the most important lessons mm-hmm. in my life so far. Nice. And it was like, nobody else, like nobody could have taught me that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You just had to experience it. I had to experience it. And, um, yeah nice do you um is this the sound the uh the mood the lyrics the vocals do you is this going to be different from what people have heard from the past no no okay say so um i just didn't know if maybe like i could i'm I'm, i'll show it to you okay i'll show it to you and you can give me your opinion on that dope um but i don't think so um, I didn't want any of the songs to sound the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I didn't want somebody to, like, listen to the songs and be like, oh, that reminds me of the first track. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of like the same style. I wanted it to be, like, completely different, but mm-hmm. there are s- similarities there in theme and motif. Nice. Yes. That's what's up. The uh, the songs you made during that suspension when you were in a different headspace are those yes grittier more Gr- no uh, no no I like pretty music okay like like I'm not I'm not I'm not here to, to I hate school yeah I'm not I'm not here to be I'm not here to be like that I'm I wanna I wanna play some pretty chords and have uh, some I mean I'm I'm originally a drummer mm-hmm. I like cool drums okay is there a like a like a noticeable difference between those two tracks, like just because of the the suspension and where your where your mindset might have been. No. Mm, okay. Because I've had this I've had this idea mm-hmm. of talking about dependency and like like how I am as a person. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, that's what you're putting into your music. Yeah. It's like, 
your art reflects you. Yeah. So, um, that's kind of been like the overarching theme. So it was like, like before I was really talking about it and now it was, and then it was like in my face. Mm -hmm. Like, like yeah, those, th those feelings and everything also, is it almost like uh sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You I was going to say like, uh, you manifested it maybe. Yes. I could see that it, mm -hmm. because one, I was alone most of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and like I went out to AEP, um, and like the alternative education thing. Yeah. And like where they have like super strict dress code mm -hmm. like, and I dress weird. Like, <laughs> like people will be like, what the fuck are you wearing? <laughs> like, like, you know? Mm -hmm. And, but like, I felt very stripped mm -hmm. during that time and very vulnerable. And so I feel like, and that's kind of how you have to be yeah. whenever you're creating because you have to show sides of yourself that maybe people don't know because people can tell whenever you're faking something. Absolutely. Whenever, whenever you're lying, like, people talk about having all these cars and everything mm -hmm. and it's like you don't have that like, yeah that's the that's the most annoying thing about music is when you can tell like they're they're not being serious and it's not necessarily it's maybe not even bad music yeah but it's just like yeah come on. you're throwing around fake money yeah you're exactly carrying around props <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly but it was like i felt very stripped very vulnerable um uh and I didn't have any friends out there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're not even like really allowed to talk unless you raise your hand. Yeah. And so it was like, I felt like that was also like, that's why it was like a big time of reflection. It was like, what the fuck can I do to not be here? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. like, was it, was that at the same time of your suspension or was no, that? Yeah. 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 So oh, okay. I got, so I got suspended. Mm -hmm. I had, I had like, three days of out of school suspension right yeah and then i had 20 days aep oh that's some bullshit <laughs> yeah and but then i took this little class thing and it cut my days down to 10 and so nice good behavior i'll be i'll be back i'll be back in school next semester that started that congratulations but then during like finals week i had to go and like sit in iss to mm -hmm. like take my finals and everything and but it was just, I felt, I felt very outcast like, mm -hmm. and big boy and Andre. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I felt, but I felt very, I wasn't able to be with my friends mm -hmm. like legally. <laughs> like yeah. if I was there at all, they would put trespassing on me. So Interesting. Like, so. And I'm not meaning like to be like, oh, feel bad for me. But yeah. it was just like me personally. I was like, no, it's a, it's a cool experience because it helped you. It did. It did help me. And like the last day that I was there, right. I had like finished the EP mm -hmm. already. Yeah. And like I had been mixing it and so you're like, damn, I need to get suspended more. Wait, often, if you could scroll you know? up, if you could <laughs> scroll up really quick. So 
those three pictures at the top, right? Mm-hmm. Those two are both pictures, the two pictures on the sides. Mm-hmm. And then that's the cover in the middle. Creepy cover, but I like it. Yes. That's, yes. <laughs> um, but those two are like stills from music videos. I mm-hmm. screenshotted them and like inverted the colors to make it red. Mm-hmm. But I wanted the theme to be like red. I thought, I mean like, Red was like one of my favorite colors whenever I was like really little. Mm-hmm. I just think it kind of looks cool. It does look cool. And but then my last day out there, the lady gave me this red bracelet. Right? She was like, "I give this to all the kids like whenever it's their last day, like yada yada yada." And she was like, "Uh, red means new beginnings." Mm. And I was like, like nice it's meant to be and then i got a fortune cookie mm-hmm. with the school lunch out there and it said more art in your life will help you something along that that's what's up but it like all felt connected and i felt obligated to do it that's awesome for me i like it yes have you considered joining the bloods <laughs> no they're pretty red <laughs> they, they are pretty red, but I am not thug at all. I understand. I, I me either. I would, I would not classify. I, I mm-hmm. I'm a scrawny, tall, white dude. <laughs> I don't look very scary. <laughs> but yeah, nice. That's that's exciting. So January third. Yes, sir. Very exciting. It's called wheelchair. Yes, sir. What's that uh, dot to the right of your head? That's the moon oh, in the original picture, nice. actually. Because me and Adrian went up and took pictures whenever it was super dark at mm-hmm. Netty Park. And I look insane in that picture whenever it's not edited. And then I also look insane in that picture whenever it is edited. Yeah, I, I dig it. But also my hair was a lot longer. And I had like... A blonde bowl cut. Very exciting. Yeah. So you still uh, don't really have a genre, you would say. Genres, I think genres are dead. Hmm. Like I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I think I think we should stop classifying music. I dig that. I think that people, especially because of the internet. Yeah. There's a lot of weird shit out there. Yeah. Some people make music and it's just noise. Like no mm-hmm. melody at all. For sure. And it's like, yeah, it's too broad of a like spectrum to put things in categories now. Cause like, I also feel like you're undermining the music whenever you do that in a way. I can see that whenever people are, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the categories help with award shows, you know, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> it helps with sales. Cause then you have the charts. Yeah. Everything. I mean, I'd call it, honestly, I'd call it pop. Mm-hmm. I'd call it pop. Nice. If there was any way, and pop itself is really broad because there's like Korean pop, exactly. There's Backstreet Boys. There's whatever. Also, it's just popular music. Yeah. So it's like, what is considered popular music? Mm -hmm. Because hip hop, statistically, is like right now the most popular form of music. Yeah, absolutely. So is that pop music? Or is pop music pop music? Oh, now I'm confused. <laughs> See? So, like, 
it has this it has just like this fence and mm-hmm. it holds everything and i think that's dumb it's a good way to put it have you listened to uh i think it's black bear black bear yeah yes okay i do like black bear see i that's what when i was listening to your last project today mm-hmm. that's kind of like i would put it kind of in whatever category he's in black, okay <laughs> so like middle school i don't like a lot of his new stuff Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't really listened to his new stuff and either. Like, <laughs> but like his older stuff, like his project Dead Roses, mm-hmm. that goes hard. That is like, and that's another example of somebody being sad, making dark music. And, but now he's rich and famous. Yeah. Makes a lot of money. So he talks about being rich and famous. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Don't go changing. Don't go changing. Don't go changing, Thompson. But I think that kind of makes me happy that you brought up the Black Bear thing. I don't think he's like the greatest musician, mm-hmm. but like I dig his music. I do like Black Bear. I do like him. He's a cool dude. Have you listened to uh, Mansions? It's like him. Yes, and, and Mike Posner. Yeah, they had a good project. I don't. I, did they only have one together? Yes. They they and on social media they're always like, oh, Mansions two, Mansions two, Mansions two, Mansions two. But then Mike Posner like walked across the country or something like that. Got bit by a rattlesnake. I saw. I mean, I didn't see the rattlesnake thing, but I heard him walking across the country. Yeah, and he like every state border that he crossed, he dropped a new song. It's wow, crazy like that. That is great. That's like Forrest Gump, but better. Yeah, because he's releasing music. Yeah, because Forrest Gump just ran. He didn't talk to anybody either. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like the only thing he said was "I'm done." <laughs> like, he was like, mm-hmm. "I'm tired." <laughs> but yeah. Shout out Ugly Chulo. <laughs> I like that. Do you have any shout feed? out Savi? Shout out Dolores. Yeah, it's not Dolores. I see Dolores all the time at eight oh six. Yes, he's Great my dude. he's my father. Oh, cool dudes. You were at a uh, Savi's listening party, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I was there. Yes. Because I knew I knew whenever I saw you, uh-huh. I saw you on Instagram. I was like, this dude is familiar. Mm-hmm. And then. I wasn't sure. I didn't know you guys record to the time because I'd already listened to your music, mm-hmm. but I didn't know it was you guys. So I just thought, yeah, we're I friends. I feel like people hate us. Really? Yes. <laughs> Why is that? Because we're young. Oh, yeah. Well, people are going to do that. So but get like, used to it. <laughs> yeah. But also, I think people think that like we take ourselves a lot more. Se- like if you if you were to put all of us into a room, you'd be like, these kids are fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> like, like, like we're dumb. And mm-hmm. like, I think people think that we are like oh mm-hmm. we're these edgy guys we oh take, yeah you know I what, see I, what you mean yeah but they think you're like these stuck up like egotistical bastards yeah 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 <laughs> and i think that is i don't know yeah well i mean that's people are gonna make assumptions people i mean and everybody's dumb even the smartest guy yeah, it's everybody has dumb moments, dumb but, as hell. but like, <laughs> but like, if if you were to like see our group text, even mm-hmm. we're just we're kids, like yeah. like we we're dumb and we have fun, but BCP that is a project, also mm, like a another courts thing. No, it's actually it's us, it's me, Aiden. JP, Ugly Chulo, Sabi, oh, and Dolores. Damn. That's exciting. Is there a release date on that? No. 
Holy shit, that's crazy. We have been working on that since like September. That's a lot of talent. And we have like eight songs. I'm no release date. But we are working on stuff. That's very exciting. Chulo's like Chulo's like my big brother. I went over and then like two weeks ago I went over to Sabi's house and like made a beat and like hung out with him for a little bit. That's what's up. Yeah. I liked I liked Sabi's project a lot. I really didn't hear anything like I'd listened to bad grammar, but like I hadn't listened to anything like Sabi like solo stuff. He was really that, didn't have Was that the first thing? Like he, he never I don't think I don't wanna speak for him, mm-hmm. but like I don't think he really had a project before that. That project was dope. It was very it flowed together so well too. Yes. Beautiful. And then Chulo's last album, I don't remember the name of it. Chulo's Revenge. Yeah. Go stream it now. And also clickbait by Sabi. (laughs) I'm doing promotion for my friends. Yes. Clickbait and Chulo's Revenge. Chulo's Revenge is such a great album too. Yes. I bumped that a lot. I still listen to that a lot. He took a left turn with that. Did he? And it was very good. Mm. I mean, in my opinion, it's definitely different than like Ugly House. Oh, yeah. It's like first thing. I saw the, um, this, do you know that producer? Zay? Yeah. I, I know of him. Mm-hmm. I just, I saw him on Instagram. He's like a, like a 13 year old and like, no, yeah, he's, he's <laughs> super young. He might not be 13, but, but he's, he's young. Yeah. He's really young. <laughs> that is, I was shocked. He's <laughs> definitely got some flame. Chulo's Revenge. I, I remember whenever that came out, we were all listening to it. That, because like. How I met them, um, Aiden and I had just like kind of started doing the court stuff. And mm-hmm. They performed at Bad Grammar at uh, Lovestock, and um, like I went up to them after. I went up to Chulo mainly after the show. I was like, like I'm a big fan. Like talk mm-hmm. to him, and uh, <laughs> I mean he knows what we talked about it. Like whenever we last hung out, but now we are making music and i just think it's crazy that is crazy but they are the big homies and they're very fire absolutely i think the art community here is kind of weird <laughs> if i'm being I didn't, I didn't know what direction you were gonna go with that if i'm being completely on like not weird in like mm-hmm. a bad way yeah. but i feel like it's very different oh absolutely i feel like amarillo is different mm-hmm. amarillo's yeah extremely different like Stanley Marsh was like the king of Amarillo and he's like this weird artistic pedophile. Yeah. You know, so it's 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 just weird all the way around. And <laughs> like we got Cadillacs on the ground. Yeah. I just random think, signs around town. It's, it's there's there's legs between here and Canyon and that like, people go and paint. Yeah. Like, <laughs> are we a big city? Are we like what are we? Like are we yeah, like I don't know. Like what are we trying to be here? It's a good question. Nobody knows. Are we trying to be a minor league town or are we yeah. smaller than that, or are we trying to go bigger? I think like the they they want it to be like Austin or like Dallas. I'm, it's not going to work out, but maybe in like they'll try a <laughs> hundred years. Yeah, like, the city has grown. Yeah, the art scene is the art scene's pretty crazy. It's but, really good, but yeah, it's definitely not like anything else. Not from what I've seen. Yes, it baffles me. How? How? Like in what way? Like, not in a bad way. It's just like, there are so many artists, mm-hmm. and 
Um, I've talked about this before with Chris, the dude that we did our FM90 thing with. Mm. But, like, people here, because we're not, like, big, I feel like we're so quick to, like, put each other down. Oh, yeah. Like, I've heard of so many artists just, like, talking down on each other. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's like, what the fuck is the point? Like, we're all trying to do something with our shit. Mm -hmm. Like, why bring somebody down just to bring yourself up? Yeah, I don't know. I can't really compare it to other places. I just know there's a, a ton of talent here. Like, yeah, but like, what are what are we like? Like, yeah. what other town are we like? I don't know. I mean, it's really. I think it's. I guess it is kind of fractured. Like you see, like bands and artists support each other. I I see that, but you don't see a lot of support from like locals that are under the age of or over the age of forty. You know, like mm-hmm. it's the the boomers and the <laughs> and whatnot. Um, it's yeah, a, it's, it's kind very, of it's a very weird thing. Yeah, the art the art scenes maybe it's just because I'm 25, but the art scene seems uh very young. Um and very kind of but what will it, underground what for will lack it be? of a better term. I I agree with that, but like what will it be? Will some of these people that are young that maybe don't make it out of Amarillo will they carry it on? I think so, yeah. Will it get bigger? That's the million dollar question. Will is it get our, bigger? Is our generation the one to put Amarillo on? I'd like to think that, but then I've heard, I've told people that, and I've had people like respond back to be like, "Yeah, I thought the same thing, and I waited for Amarillo. Don't wait for Amarillo." And I was like, "Oh, it's probably accurate. I don't know." <laughs> I I because I want like I want Amarillo to have like a good comedy scene. Yes, you know, like I want to build comedy up, but then at the same time, it's like comedians here aren't even big enough to band together and support each other so it's like am am i working towards nothing you know i feel like because it goes back to like amarillo not being a big town Mm -hmm. like if you talk about amarillo and your music it's not like you talking about it's not like you being drake and talking about toronto and your music yeah it's not like you being outcast talking about atlanta or any other Atlanta artist talking about Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like, Amarillo, like, you go out of town, people are like, oh, Amarillo, that's the that's city with the big steak, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, But you also, you ha- yeah, you have that unique perspective because you're not from Austin or, you know, Houston. Yeah. yeah. Where all the big names are from. It's kind of cool in a way to, like, hear an artist be like, oh, from nowhere nowhere in texas yeah out here killing shit that's awesome i just think i think the person to put amarillo on is the person not necessarily being like 806 Mm -hmm. but that's my opinion you know okay so i kind of see what you're saying like because like people will call the 806 the six yeah it's like we're not the six. It's already taken. Toronto's the six. I mean, like, or they call it A Town. Like we're not A Town either. <laughs> I mean, there's Austin. There's Atlanta. There's like yeah. there's a lot more A Towns. And it's just like, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I think it kind of not corny, mm-hmm. but I feel like whenever you're repping it, like we're like a big dog. Yeah, I think it makes us sound like a lot more pathetic. Yeah, I kind of, I can see that. Because then people are like, what is that? Yeah. 
you know? I've never heard of it. We're not even pronouncing it correctly. That, like, they're like, <laughs> Amarillo? Like, yellow? Like, like, it's literally yellow. <laughs> but it's funny. I just think, I don't know, that's just my outlook on it. Mm-hmm. Like, because I think if one person from Amarillo were to blow up, then it'd be like, oh, Amarillo, that's where that person's from. Yeah. You know? Because... Like you look at, um, like Young Thug, for example, mm-hmm. right? He pushes a lot of the Atlanta rappers. Yeah. Like I feel like there's always like, like, kind of like one big dude in a city, mm-hmm. and it's like Travis Scott, Houston, mm-hmm. um, Drake, Canada. Yeah. Um, LA is kind of crazy, but like, maybe like Top Dog Entertainment. Yeah, it like seems Kendrick's like label. not many people are actually from L.A., you know? It's like people just go to L.A. Yeah. Which there might be a lot of people from L.A. I'm just talking out of my ass, but... <laughs> no, there's a lot of people from L.A., but also, like, they're... Because, I mean, it's every... That's where everybody goes for their dreams. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's the hub, which... I don't know. I feel like repping your city overall is, like cool Mm -hmm. but at the same time i feel like it's a very easy thing to be kind Mm -hmm. of corny yeah with i can see that in a way like i'm not saying like don't be like i'm not from amarillo yeah but like don't lean on it (laughs) exactly exactly because like i feel like a lot of people like are like content with just being an Amarillo. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And like, for me personally, I'm like, I don't want that. Like, yeah, not at all. I want, I want to try to be the best. Yeah. I don't I'm not my... saying that I'm going to be the best at whatever yeah. I may do, but like, I'm, I don't want to be comfortable. Yeah. You want that. You want to have that option. Exactly. And it's difficult to have that option in, in this town. I'm not saying it can't be done. Yeah. But this is an ideal place. <laughs> no. And and it just goes back to the same thing where it's like we're not a big we're not a big city. Mm-hmm. We're not like um even like a Dallas, for example. Um Austin's like the live we it'd be an unfair comparison to compare us to Austin. But we're not even like Dallas remotely. Mm-hmm. And then like what you were saying, nobody really fucks with the art scene. Mm-hmm. over the age of 40 mm-hmm. i mean you may have your occasional um older bar owner yeah that has a lot of these music acts coming in and playing live sets that are like oh yeah i like them mm-hmm. but like there's the dude that owns Tootin totem does not know my music or yeah a lot of the people's music that make that, music I forgot that guy's name but yeah i know what you mean <laughs> i mean i don't know him but i'm just saying like a big, a big dude in Amarillo mm-hmm. does not know. Yeah, and even then, like, like the Sod Poodle song, or whatever, like whenever they got a bunch of like songwriters, they have a Sod Poodle song. There's something like that, but like they were talking about how they like got a bunch of singer songwriters and like put them in a room together and like made a song about the Sod Poodles. And it, that's you a know, good point. You know what I mean, like. A song for him. I'm not gonna play it, but oh, okay. I think I remember this. 
but like there was like there was like a video of it of like <laughs> like these people in like a studio like all of them around like mm-hmm. one mic like harmonizing and, and none everything. of them are from here i don't know but like <laughs> like like put some like i don't know put the dude that's filling up golden light sometime mm-hmm. whoever that may be like yeah like put them on that song There's you know a, what i mean i'm not saying put me on that yeah. like you know but like because i couldn't do that mm-hmm. but like put some dude that like maybe the kids know or like because like you don't know those people mm-hmm. like they're i'm sorry like i don't know those people that did it but i think it would be cooler and it would represent the city a lot more if it's like because the sod poodles as like as like may as like or as offended as some people may get, it's like that's the biggest thing in our town. Mm-hmm. That and the seventy-two ounce steak in Cadillac Ranch, those are like some of the biggest things in our town. Yeah, that's probably top three. Like, one was on Man vs. Food, one like won the minor league championship, and then the other one was made by like a famous artist. Mm-hmm. And people still go out to see that every day. Exactly, which blows my mind because like I can see it from the road. Like it's, <laughs> but like, like it's, uh, it's just as cool close up. And or not any more cool. I don't know. I think it just would have been cool to see that recognition mm-hmm. in a way to be like, hey, mm-hmm. this is a pretty big thing. And let's put some of the people that are in Amarillo mm-hmm. making music yeah. that um, are trying, like, that are like not succeeding i'm not gonna say not succeeding but like that aren't yeah they're working yes they're working for they're still working for what they Mm -hmm. want pretty much no i saw um i'm friends with uh dj roro shout out that guy (laughs) friends with him on facebook and he mentioned that uh venues would would rather have djs from out of town than book him locally just because he's from just because he's from amarillo and that's like that small town mentality where it's like Oh, I'm from Amarillo. There's not any good art here. I gotta go find art, and hopefully it comes here. You know, like <laughs> that's and that's that's dumb. Mm-hmm. And I also think that like kind of like the same thing with like studio time, finding like engineers mm-hmm. and like finding all these people to like help you really create it, like create your art mm-hmm. and everything having to like go out and find people it's different like whenever you're like collaborating with them because you're like oh i think that they would be good on like this song or like but studio time is expensive like i've heard to like and i'm not saying it's not worth it but it's also like i do i have everything set up in my house Mm -hmm. that i need to make music have you ever paid for studio time no oh nice i mean i'm I'm a broke high school student. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm asking for music equipment for mm-hmm. Christmas presents, which, I mean, I want it to have it because it could last a long time. Yeah, absolutely. But also, it's like, I don't got $60 an hour to go. Yeah, for sure. And it's better It's better to have your hands in it, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, to, to I, figure it out yourself. And I know how to use it. Yeah, and even if it's even if it's whack... At first, you're going to get it down, exactly. you know, if you work at it. It's like anything. It's like an instrument. I have a question. Yeah. Could I use a restroom? <laughs> yeah. I got restrooms. Oh, yeah. You've already used it once. Yes. I will pause the podcast. My <laughs> bladder is empty now. 
That was cool. That was the best comeback of yes. all time. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. If I gave out awards, you would get one. Thank you. Anyway, Christmas Eve, have any fun plans? Chill. Yeah. Did you ask for uh, more musical equipment this year? Bro, I asked for a PA system. I don't know if I'm going to get it all. Cause nice. I, but like, PA system, auto-tune pedal for live performances. Oh, that's dope. Because I want to do that, and I feel like a lot of artists haven't done that here. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like anybody's done it, really. Has done an auto-tune pedal? I feel like. I've seen, um, I think I've seen a rock band do it. That's that's tight. I don't know if it was uh, necessarily I, an auto-tune pedal, but he would like push a pedal and his voice would like deepen. That's crazy. You can like do that and then it's also auto-tune. Mm, yeah, so I'm guessing it's kind of the same mechanism. Probably, but I think it's fire. I've yeah. seen like a lot of people. Me and uh, Chulo were looking at it Dope. whenever I was over at his house last because I was like, bro, I asked for this for Christmas. I hope I get it. <laughs> but then also wireless mics mm-hmm. because cords tangling is annoying. For sure. Especially like whenever you're jumping around for a performance. Yeah, wireless mics are cool. But I prefer, for some strange reason, I prefer a mic like when I'm doing stand up. Like I prefer a cord. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I understand that. But like whenever you're jumping around and there's like three of us on the For music wise, I I could see that. Definitely. I feel like the cord is like a fun thing to like if you're doing stand up. It really is. And then like, because we had, we used to do uh, Whiskey River. I don't know if you're familiar with that place. Um, it sucks, but <laughs> wait, where, where it's, uh, it's like on, I, like I 27, it's by, right behind the Western bowl. It's okay. Weird, okay. Yeah. 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 Weird little dive bar. Yes. Um, but they had a wireless mic and that shit would go out all the time and you just have to be like slamming it around. It's like, hope, just hoping the batteries work. <laughs> I feel like that's that also get, just that the batteries out. going out yeah, and not replacing too. <laughs> and I'm also lazy and I don't want to buy batteries. So I think stick to cords. I'm, uh, <laughs> Also, it was just like, now we can definitely have like live performances, like mm-hmm. wherever if we yeah. wanted to. I've got a weak PA system. I've just got two speakers, but uh, that's they what, work well for comedy. Nice. But I think no matter what, and then the auto-tune pedal, I'm really excited about that. That's exciting. I'm so excited. So it'll just be like, <laughs> it'll be... <laughs> Travis Scott falling in auto tune, like that uh, one video. Do you do, would you set it like beforehand, or does it like? So you have that works. so the pedal the way that it is is like you can pick the key of the song, right? So mm-hmm. then, or you can plug in like a guitar, and it follows the guitar. That's dope. Yeah, that's really exciting. Do you have any live performances coming up? Not right now. Hmm. I'm I'm just I like working on music mm-hmm. and if something something happens something happens mm-hmm. what are your plans for the future like with chords with uh do you guys all plan to stay together or are you going to like um, different cities we, college we've both, talk, we've both talked about going to unt nice yeah um Den's a cool place yeah it's really cool my aunt lives there and it's not too far it's mm-hmm. like five and a half hours yeah pretty close so like if I needed to. And like it's like one, an hour from Dallas, right? Yeah. 45 minutes or so. But um, we've kind of talked about that. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> nice. I mean, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not, we're not, we're going to. Because, mm-hmm. 
I think we want to release something before our senior year is over, or mm-hmm. at least before like the summer. Yeah, maybe sure. release something in the summer, probably. But it's like Aiden has songs written and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're working. We'll work on some new stuff. That's exciting. Yeah. Usually, you, I don't. We haven't like we did a Halloween performance mm-hmm. with Chulo and Sabi and Dolores. Nice. Um, Where was that one at? Rock and Tea. Oh, that's the one I'm. I think I I was supposed to go to that one. I don't remember what happened. It was on Halloween. Yeah, I ended up not making it. I don't remember what we like why I missed it, but I remember being disappointed because I was actually planning on being there. It was a lot of fun. Oh, it was yeah. fun. I still don't know where that place is. It was our first time. It was our first time performing there. Aiden had pneumonia. Oh damn! Couldn't make it to the performance, like because mm. like he's like bedridden mm-hmm. with illness, and so we like kind of did the performance handicapped. Yeah, like a lot of the songs that we did don't have masters to them. Mm. Like it wasn't like completely. I didn't even know you could get pneumonia as a teenager. I thought you'd either be like an infant or like 87, you know? <laughs> it happened though. Because I think he had flu. Mm-hmm. He had like, because he went to the doctor and then like he had flu. And then it was like breathing troubles like as soon as that happened. So, yeah, that's like. It wasn't like the worst state. It was still pneumonia, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like how some people get where they're like in the hospital. Yeah, like deathly ill. Yeah, but like he was. Like infants and old people. Yeah, yeah. But. So it wasn't like our best performance by any means. Mm-hmm. But, but did you just have someone cover his vocals? I kind of did it. Oh, okay. Or either that or we just took out songs that uh, he had like a really big part in. Mm-hmm. But like some of his stuff, like like if it was like a hook, I would do it. But yeah. Really his, like the songs, like his bigger stuff we just took out. Interesting. Because I noticed like when artists, like big artists have features in their songs, they kind of just let the the sound that they kind of just <laughs> let that song play. It just plays. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, the, like the MP3 play. Like they're like, yeah, yeah. Like can... I watched uh, Juicy J. He, Juicy J is at the same concert Tyler the Creator was, and he didn't like really have that much stuff by himself. So he would just do his verse in a song and let the hook play. Yeah, and he did that like ten times in a row. <laughs> I mean, it was cool. But I saw I saw Kanye on the St. Pablo tour. Mm-hmm. Whenever he's like on the stage above everybody. Oh, that's awesome. And uh he did like one section where he did his features, right? Mm-hmm. But it was cool because like it was just his verse and then they would like DJ like mix it and like cut it to where like after his verse it would go into like the next song. That's and cool. It was, it was super cool. So it wasn't like like sometimes they'd play like he did his uh thing from the um like the Chief Keef I don't like. Mm-hmm. He did that verse. And because, like, he does his verse and then, like, goes into Chief Keef's chorus. Mm-hmm. And that was that was pretty cool. But I, I think it just depends on how you do it, mm-hmm. you know? Because he didn't do all the choruses yeah. from his features. But then, like, he did some of them. I've noticed some artists have, like, the vocals behind them and some don't. What's your strategy there? I think it depends. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also depending on how this auto tune pedal is mm-hmm. <laughs> with some of the stuff, because um, 
I think it's very hard if you have like, not even like a singing verse, but it's like the song is more upbeat and you kind of have to like move with the crowd. Mm -hmm. It's kind of harder to keep that melody going. For sure. And it's easy to sound really sloppy. Um, So sometimes having, even if you just turn it down, that backing vocal Mm -hmm. there of like the main vocals helps a lot. But that's just... Do you have to do any... Probably a dumb question. <laughs> Any like uh there are no dumb questions. Like breathing exercises like to help performing? Or do you do anything special like So no. Or have you ever gotten short of breath performing? Be like, ah, oh, I need to stop smoking cigarettes or whatever. <laughs> I mean we like there has been a couple times and it's just like I'm crazy. Like mm-hmm. whenever I perform, like I'll just like wild out sometimes, and I kind of look stupid on stage. But that's good. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's kind of cool. Um, but looking back at it, sometimes I'm like, Ugh. but like there's been a couple times where like I've definitely like gone too hard, mm-hmm. and then been like, fuck, <laughs> like I can't do that again. <laughs> like, yeah. well, I mean, at least you're having fun and not like sitting back, like, oh, I don't want to. No, yeah, exactly. Like, like after, like afterwards, I'm like, damn, dude. If I would have done that for like ten more seconds, like I would have passed out on stage. <laughs> like, like for real. Like, there's been a couple times like where we've had like mosh pits, and uh-huh. then like not even like not like super hard mosh pits, yeah. like not like a trench rat mosh pit. Mm-hmm. Shout out trench rat. Trench but, rat's dope. Um, Shout out trench rat. But uh, but there's been a couple times like where we've jumped in to like some shit, and then like we're like getting pushed around and like mm-hmm. pushing people around. And I'm like saying my shit, and I'm like. Like, I should not have done that. <laughs> like, but also, like being in choir and stuff like that, you do a lot of breathing exercises. Oh, that's then. true. So you, I forgot about your choir background. So like, so like, you're already ready. Yeah, yeah. Got but it. but even then, I'm. That's a good idea. Thank you. That wasn't a dumb question. Oh yeah, no problem. That actually enlightened me. I'm. I've never sang before, but yeah, I just I've heard. I think people breathing, talk about it. Breathing exercises would be a very, <coughs> very helpful. Very helpful. Yeah, definitely before you before you hit that big tour. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but um damn. <laughs> I have like I didn't think about that like at all. Cause like we'll do that in choir, like we'll be like breathe in for eight, oh, breathe out for sixteen, like something like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And it also like puts you in a meditative state. It really does. Now, it's so. cal- it's calming. It's very it's rejuvenating. Oh, it's a word of the day. Rejuvenating. Yes, I like that. But you get you get a lot of temperate, rejuvenating. <laughs> I'm adding both of those to my vernacular. You get a lot of oxygen to your blood cells, and it yeah, helps re- out your brain. Rejuvenates it. Did that? S- Oh, I thought it stopped for a second. I was about to cry. Sometimes it it like freezes up, but it's still recording. Because I used rejuvenate in a conversation. (laughs) My mom's going to be happy. (laughs) Nice. Shout out Talon's mom. Shout out mom. Thank you for supporting. Yes. I love you. (laughs) Happy Christmas Eve, ma'am. Yes. Merry Christmas. I hope you got that auto-tune thing for him. Mom, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) I'm moving out. Kidding, mom. <laughs> I'd have, I, I mean, I could go stay with my dad. <laughs> that, and I mean, like, that's chill. But, like, if I were to move out, 
completely of like both my parents home, I'd have nowhere to go. So mm-hmm. like, actually, so I could that. I could probably sleep on one of my homies' couches. But so what you're kind of saying is you have a wheelchair. <gasps> <laughs> In podcast, mind blown. Okay, what's uh? So I kind of asked you, what are you uh? Just two questions kind of go together. Yes. Yes. Your long-term goals, um, what do you want as an artist? What do you have to obtain? How far do you want to get to be like, I made it, I'm happy with where I'm at? And we kind of talked about this earlier about being content with your life, so maybe you're happy where you're at right now. But what do you want to strive for? What's like a milestone? You're like, I passed this. Don't fall asleep. I passed this milestone. (laughs) And now like, I feel like I've gotten where I need to be making a living off of music nice to some extent whether that whether that is supporting myself and only Mm -hmm. myself and i don't have a family or supporting a family off of it which i feel like that is kind of the main goal because i think it'd be cool to have a family yeah someday um but i am young so great answer um but also like big goals Mm -hmm. because like I don't want to be like, oh, I'm making a living now. Like, guess I'll quit. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> yeah. guess I'm good here. Like, because I don't want to be comfortable. Yeah. I don't want to be. I don't want to be like that. So, I do, and I kind of hate on the Grammys mm-hmm. quite a bit. But I do think it'd be cool as fuck to have a Grammy. Oh, absolutely. Like, like that shit's like, for sure. Because I think the Grammys fuck a lot of shit up. Mm-hmm. Um. Definitely. I hate award shows too, but if like they invited me, I'd be like, all right, I'll go. <laughs> yeah, right. Come on. I'll, I'll fake clap. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Free food? Probably. <laughs> I don't know what they do at award shows. I don't either. But I feel like they'd have free food, maybe drinks. At least, better. At least like, at least like, yeah. Cranberry juice. A veggie tray, at the very least. You don't even have to have dip. Yeah. Like, I'm just, not asking for much. <laughs> like, just the, I'll just eat raw carrots. <laughs> What I was eating at my grandparents before I came over here. Nice. And this uh, last question kind of goes into this next question. Could be the same thing. Um, what's your definition of success? My definition. Yes. It doesn't have to be long term. Just broad question. In the, I mean, I feel like that kind of goes back. To like my last answer. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, so, like supporting myself, mm-hmm. being able, no matter what it is, I feel like success is like being for me, because like that's like my goal, right? Is like being able to live off of music. I know that there's mm-hmm. a chance that that might not happen, mm-hmm. you know, but. I'm going to try my damn hardest to make that happen. Oh, yeah. And also, I feel like success is just supporting yourself in whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I know that, like, um, like my mom had dreams before she had me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then... She had me and my sister, and it was like, shit kind of changed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's all about perspective. Like, um, like if I'm able, like, whenever I'm, like, 30, for example, Mm -hmm. if I'm able to be, like, 
um, like if I if I want to buy a new TV and I'm able to like go buy the new TV mm-hmm. or whatever it is, and like I'm still financially like stable, like I'm not having to break the bank. Yeah, it's like go like get something that like I kind of want here yeah. and there. Mm-hmm. Like for me to be like a normal consumer, I'd say, and like be able to live comfortably. Nice, that's a great answer too. Yeah, I feel like that's like success, but goals. Mm-hmm. Cool. Then you can be successful in your goals. Definitely. If you could make everyone in the world do something for 30 days, they have to do it regardless of what it is. What would they have to do? Not be closed-minded. Hmm. Not be closed-minded. That's good. And nobody's ever answered that question the same way twice. That's a lot of fun. Because... I mean, whenever you think about it, that's like, I mean, I'm going to like relate it to like our government Mm -hmm. in a way, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I'm not going to get like, put like my political ideology, Mm -hmm. but I feel like both sides of the spectrum have good viewpoints Mm -hmm. on certain things Mm -hmm. and our country. Sound like a terrorist right now, but go ahead. Our country, (laughs) but our country, our country was built on compromise. Mm -hmm. That was literally like the... Connecticut compromise. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was, that's what a lot of our, that's how our legislate, that's how our legislative branch was built. Mm -hmm. That's how a lot of our systems were built Mm -hmm. on compromise. Yeah. We don't do that nowadays. That's true. No compromising. Because everybody has this shit on. They have their horse blinders on. Blinders in a bubble. And all they see is my way or the highway. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, fuck, dude. Like, there's like 60 other ways that we could go because, like, we could make a decision that's like kind of more leaning this way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it still helps your side out. Yeah. But then there's like some other things that we could do mm-hmm. that lean more your side. It's not as it black still and white yeah. as we're making it. Exactly. And I think that if people, especially with like, um, um, like cancel culture and just like all those things, mm-hmm. like, like, nobody has a conversation anymore. That's true. And it's like, a lot of people view things and they're like, you're, like, I'm right, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's like, where are we going to get with that? Especially as a society. Yeah, I feel that. And I think the the cancel culture is kind of uh, fizzing out at this point. I think people are starting to see that it can happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. Because... We all fuck up. Yeah. We all do shit that maybe we want to take back. Mm-hmm. Maybe that because contrary to belief, I think people can change. Yeah, absolutely. There was a, uh, I think it was like a teenager. I don't remember the full story, but he like did something. He did something really good, like donated a bunch of money, like helped out a bunch of people with a charity. It was something charity involved he did this huge thing mm-hmm. at a very young age and he was getting um recognition for it and then a journalist went back and like looked at his old tweets went from when he was 14 yeah and and yeah tried to cancel him but then people went back <laughs> and they and, checked that journalist tweets and he said, <laughs> it's like it, it's ridiculous it's like how tyler the creator was calling people the the f word mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah and now 
is he gay? Is he, yeah, is he's, he, is he bi? Is he, he's definitely bi-curious. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, it's like, stop because like you give the word that power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know absolutely. what I mean? Like you, and also like, especially like making music and like doing all that stuff. Like I've definitely been called gay my yeah. fair share of times, but like, and if people call me the F word in like a derogatory way, it's like, I know I'm not, I know what I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to let you put me because at that point, then you're giving that person the power mm-hmm. Yeah. to be like, Oh, I'm bigger and better than you now yeah. because I called you a word. <laughs> like you know what I mean yeah. so it's like it's just a it's a filler for something that makes you uncomfortable exactly and you're giving the person that said that the power that they want mm-hmm. because ultimately what people want whenever they call people names or they say derogatory things mm-hmm. is that response yeah definitely and especially online yeah because it's so easy like I could I could call 12 people the F word right now, Mm -hmm. send out a mass text and like, you know what I mean? I'm not going to, I'm not going to, (laughs) but, but they, they put so much power into these things, Mm -hmm. into social media, into into everything. And it's like, the servers and all the satellites could fall from the sky uh-huh. right now. And this would be worth nothing. Yeah. I'm pointing at my phone, by the way. <laughs> but this would be worth nothing. Mm-hmm. And then what? We got to have conversation now? <laughs> like, like yeah. now are people going to talk? Like, Basically. Like, I just think, I think that people talking is, and actually, you don't have to agree with everybody. Just because you're having a conversation with them and just because the conversation becomes maybe heated, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. conversation kind of has to become heated to find a solution. You know what I mean? Especially if there's like a problem. For sure. Unless it's like, um, I don't know what's a super easy problem that could be (laughs) like. Why did the water go out? Taxis. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like something super simple. But like, but like something that's like super complex. That's why I think people, if they were to think open-mindedly for 30 days, even mm-hmm. the world would be a much, have you seen the things that's like society? If like Stephen Hawking didn't die or something like that, it's like the memes. And then it's like the super futuristic societies with like flying cars. Oh yeah. <laughs> you can do that with anything. If blank and then just make something up. Yeah. But that's really what it would be like yeah. if people were to just listen to like, each other. If Hitler didn't get kicked out of art school, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> for real, they do they do that with sports. Yeah, like if his elbow didn't hurt, we'd be in the Super Bowl. You know, just yeah, <laughs> hypotheticals, man. Can do that all day. Exactly. But I'm just I was making a joke. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> um, next question: If you could use the time machine to go to any time in your life past or future um where would you go 
What time would you go to? What would you tell yourself? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's Thank good. you. And I feel like that's a very basic question, though, but it's a good one. Basic and good. It is basic and good because it makes you think. Honestly. <laughs> I don't know. Is there another question? Could we come back to that one? Yeah, we can come back to it. Do you have another question? Yeah, I have, a good, I have another question for okay. you. Can you remember a time... Sorry, I had to burp. Can you remember a time that you laughed the hardest? Oh. You want to come back to it? <laughs> I laugh all the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't like my laugh. But I laugh all the time. Me too. Like, I think I could find... Yeah, we're gonna have to come back to that one too. What the heck, bro? <laughs> There's like one time that I'm thinking of, mm-hmm. but I don't want to put him on blast. Yeah, fuck it, I'm doing it. Adrian, do it. Uh, so we used to work at Steinmart together. Really? Yes. Nice. And we worked there for a little bit, and we were having, we were talking. I can't even remember what we were talking about, but. He could not say the word voluntarily for like 45 minutes. (laughs) And like after we got off work and everything, he went home and FaceTimed his girlfriend to work on saying the word voluntarily for 30 more minutes. That's awesome. (laughs) And then after that happened, he called me (laughs) Mm -hmm. just to say the word. Did it work? Yes. Nice. First try? On the phone call? Anyway. Yes. But that was like, because he, he couldn't do it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what it was. His brain mm-hmm. was like, fuck voluntarily. <laughs> like, I don't know what it was. But he could not say it. And like, I'd say it and he would like say it with me, right? Uh-huh. But then it'd be like voluntarily. Volu- like, we'd say mm-hmm. it and then he'd be like, Voluntar- voluntarily. <laughs> like, you'd say it like <laughs> some stupid way. Voluntary. Voluntary. Yeah, like something like that. But it was like one of the you you just had to like be there Mm -hmm. because it was like we had stopped talking about it after work Mm -hmm. and little did i know that he had like been facetiming his girlfriend that's hilarious like like practicing the word (laughs) and then like he called me and then he was like voluntarily bitch like i was like whoa dude like you didn't have to get that mad (laughs) it'd be funny if he called you and he's like voluntarianism (laughs) damn it i'll call you back (laughs) he's like like, shit (laughs) it's like babe <laughs> like, like, what is it we gotta do a three-way call or two-way three-way face i don't let me know get on a three-way call with <laughs> but that's funny yes he did end up learning how to say it and i still quiz him on it to this day so that's fun there's but there are a lot of moments that i've laughed very hard mm-hmm. like i can't pick out one single one like last night i laughed really hard um Earlier, whenever I was having a conversation with my mom, grandparents, and sister, like I was laughing my ass off. So, nice. So it's just that's always fun. Yeah, family. Man. Family laughs. Yes. All right. Next question. Do you want to go back yet? We cycling back yet? Sure. All right. Time machine question. Go back to any time in your life, past or future. What age would you go to? And what would you tell yourself? 
honestly, my freshman self, I'd tell myself, I'm, I'd be like, bro, you are not as cool as you think you are. Because <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I used to think I was cool. Mm-hmm. And, like, I still think I'm cool. Yeah, you're cool. You know what I mean? I still think I'm a cool yeah. dude. But, like, I was kind of a dick mm-hmm. about it, you know? Oh, uh-huh, so yeah. So, like, and also be like, yo, dude, like, you're going to make some fire music. Like, just wait. Because <laughs> now, like, like, I don't know, like, I was, which makes me think, like, do I actually make good music now? Mm-hmm. Because, like. I was still bobbing my head back then whenever I first started making music. Yeah. And it was trash. Mm-hmm. So, like. Well, I mean, as long as you're progressing, you know. That's true. Because in five years, you might be like, man, that shit I made in high school. <laughs> trash. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Never know. It's all right. All about perspective. Absolutely. Final question. What do you think happens when you die? Go to heaven. Good answer. For whatever belief you may have. Mm -hmm. I have my own belief. But I hope that's what everybody gets to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. It is 1040 p.m. on this wonderful Christmas Eve. We are wrapping up episode 108 with Talton. Just one name. Talton sucks. Talton. I didn't know if you Talton. wanted to say sucks. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever. S-U-X. Fuck it. I don't know. I may put this C-K-S at some point in my life. Yeah. But that's only if I become like... A porn star. Puff level. Oh, Puff level. Okay. Because like... He may just become... Did he become daddy? He was Puff daddy. No, he never became daddy. He became Diddy. No, he became P. Diddy, then Diddy. But he was, wasn't he Puff daddy for a little yeah, bit? Yeah, he started out of Puff daddy. And then Puffy. It was something like, he changed his name like 12 times. Yeah, it's been quite a few. So, who knows, I'll probably just go to tout. <laughs> tout. <laughs> yeah. I may, I may go, I'm going to go Talton Sucks, S-U-X, then I'm going to go Talton, and then I'm going to go Talton Sucks, S-U-C-K-S. Mm. That's how my career is going to go. You're hearing it here first. I don't know if that's positive or negative, but we'll see. It's a journey. We will see. (laughs) All right. Thanks for being on the episode. He's got an EP dropping January 3rd titled Wheelchair. Wheelchair. Also, check out everything they have on Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, Bandcamp. Are you on Bandcamp? I don't know what other platforms are there. I'm not on Bandcamp, but I think Bandcamp is fire and I want to be on there. Bandcamp's cool. I'm going to make a Bandcamp probably tonight. Google Play, that's a thing probably. Um, But yeah, Quartz, C-O-R-T-S. Check those dudes out. I'll leave some links in the description. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful Christmas Eve. You'll hear from me tomorrow, probably, if Skylar Potter comes through. Have a good night.